Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Little Ray Charles, America the Beautiful, it's... Absolutely an appropriate intro for our next guest. In his new book, Created Equal, The Painful Past, Confusing Present, and Hopeful Future of Race in America, best-selling author and conservative icon Dr. Ben Carson lays out a hopeful and inspiring roadmap for how America can come together. In Created Equal, Dr. Carson uses his own personal experiences as a member of a racial minority, along with the writings and experiences of others from multiple backgrounds and demographics, to analyze the current state of race relations in America. We are honored to have the former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development with us this evening. Dr. Carson, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Carson, before we get to the book, and, and I've, I know it's not quite out yet, but I did get a little tease from the publisher. It sounds fantastic. I will buy a copy. I have to ask you about what happened this week, what leaked this week from the Supreme Court, the draft Supreme Court opinion that appears to indicate the court is about to overturn Roe v. Wade. You, you're solidly pro-life. I'm curious about your thoughts on it. Well, I'm concerned about the process whereby this came to light. You know, for hundreds of years, you know, there's been a tradition. You just don't release Supreme Court documents. It really damages the trust that the justices have in each other. It's a real problem. Uh, That said, the fact that we may be moving toward a system where something as important as life is legislated on not by judges, but by people who represent the people of each state. That makes a whole lot more sense, and I think that's the way our country was designed. No, I think now, you're obviously, right. Obviously, there, there are those who want something else, 
uh, other than what the system was designed for. You know, there's been calls already. Uh, Chuck Schumer, some of the others are already calling. Elizabeth Warren totally freaked out the other day. Um, calls for, again, back to, you know, packing the court, eliminating the filibuster, some of those things. Do you see this as enough of a motivation to push, say, a, a Joe Manchin or Kirsten Cinema to actually do that? Or do you think you think we're going to be okay and still be able to prevent that until Republicans can get a majority? Well, it's, it's, it's hard to know. Um, we can hope and pray that, uh, you know, the, the moderate Democrats can actually think about what is good for the country, what is good for their constituents, and not what is good for their party. This is this is where the big problem is. So many of the political operatives are only concerned about politics, and that's very unhealthy for a democratic republic. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, and and I wanted to also talk to you a little bit about you know you served as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. The Biden administration is trying to reinstate fair housing regulations that had been limited under President Trump. They also announced a wide-ranging set of reforms to advance what they call equity at HUD. This all seems like just more pandering and big government to me. Am I wrong? I mean, rolling back those provisions that your team put in place seems like going in the wrong direction. Yeah, what we were interested in is self-sufficiency and giving people a ladder that they could climb and become independent. And uh, I think what the current uh, administration is involved in is securing votes and securing favor. And uh, it's very unfortunate that we've gotten into this situation. But the good thing is I think a lot of people are waking up. A lot of people are recognizing that they're being used as pawns. And, in fact, we should be moving more toward those kinds of policies that empower people, not the ones that empower the representatives. We're talking with former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson. Um, Dr. Carson, in your new book, Created Equal, you use your own experiences as well as you know writings and, and information input from others with multiple backgrounds to analyze the current state of race relations in America. You lay out a, a hopeful vision uh, for America in the book is that even possible when the left seems, frankly, obsessed with identity politics, the Black Lives Matter ideology? I mean, it just seems like I'd like to think that we can be hopeful, but the left is so intent on dragging us down. Well, there's a saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. And it's pretty dark right now. Yeah. Um, because people have used the race issue as a cudgel to beat people into submission to make them feel guilty or to make them feel like victims. Neither of those should be things that are going on in our country. Have we had some bad things that have happened historically in our past? Absolutely. Um, All countries do because they're inhabited by people and people are not perfect. But smart people learn from those things and they move forward. And do we want to build our future on our failures or on our successes and learn from our failures, not try to cover them up or rewrite them. You're absolutely right. Uh, You know, I know you stated recently, I think it was uh, either a tweet that I saw of yours, instead of using race as an excuse 
to remake America into something completely antithetical to the Constitution, we should focus on magnifying America's incredible strengths. You know, this all comes down to, obviously, we have our warts like any other country, and our history has got flaws. But when you have school districts that are intent on pushing, you know, the 1619 Project, critical race theory, things like that, it seems like they're more interested, again, in pushing the ideology than learning from our past. Uh, divide and conquer. How how can you get to a good place when you're teaching white kids that they're oppressors and and black kids and minorities that they're victims? How, how does that lead to a better place? I, I would like for them to answer that question for me. But the fact of the matter is, uh, in our book, we, we really look at things in context. We look at slavery in context. Was it horrible? Absolutely. No question about it. Were we the only ones who had it? Absolutely not. Everybody's had it. It's been a part of human history. And uh, what people don't know is that there are more slaves in the world today than there have ever been historically. When you look at the human trafficking that's going on and the major consumer of it, the United States of America. So do we have some real issues going on with slavery? Absolutely. And they're going on today. We don't have to drift up something from 200 years ago. And then also recognize that what is unique about us with slavery is that we had so many people who were opposed to it that we were willing to fight a bloody civil war and lose a large portion of our population to stop it. And that's what we ought to be talking about, not about the negatives. Uh, you're right. And, and I think what BLM and the 1619 Project, some of these other groups don't understand, I, I, Americans don't want their children to see the world through, you know, the victimhood, as to see, as you said, white people are as inherently racist, because I don't believe that America is inherently racist. The left seems to. Well, they, they want to. That's part of their narrative. And, of course, you know, they use things like the George Floyd incident yeah. to try to make you believe that this is what's going on every day in America. You know, that's so far off the end of the bell curve. It's, <laughs> it's, it's almost ridiculous. Um, but that's what they do, and uh, they have the media uh, joining them with 24-7 uh, reliving of any incident like that occurs. You notice there hadn't been much lately because there isn't that much. Right. It doesn't happen that often. It does happen, and when it does, it's horrible. We should condemn it. But we need to recognize that horrible things happen in virtually every profession. It's not just the police. But for some reason, we tend to take those horrible things that happen with the police and try to generalize them. Uh, and, and that's just uh, the wrong way to go. Uh, along those same lines, Dr. Carson, it, it seems to me in their rush to embrace this radical LGBTQ agenda, the left clearly wants to eliminate the traditional family. And it, particularly yeah. in minority communities, that's a, a, a traditional family having a mother and a father to help influence and guide, I think is crucial. Uh, but it seems like they yeah. just want to take away our rights and do nothing to, 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 to prevent this. Am I wrong? Well, thank you for bringing that up because I talk about that in the book. Uh, in the wealth gap, people like to bring that up and say that that's evidence of systemic racism. Five to 10x difference between black families and white families in the United States. But is that all because of racism or something else? Because if you look at Nigerians and Ghanaians and some of the other families who are black, there's no wealth gap. Now, why is that? 
you go into a Nigerian family household, you will notice that a bachelor's degree is the baseline. That's where you start. <laughs> and that there's a huge amount of emphasis on family and family structure. And you can take that and you can look at traditional black American families who've been here for a long time. When you see a family where there's a big emphasis on family structure and education, there's no wealth gap. I wonder if maybe we're looking in the wrong place. For yeah, exactly. But but then again, they want us to forgive all college debt now, too. So you know, that, that's certainly going to make things better. Um, Doc, the, the new book is called Created Equal, The Painful Past, Confusing Present, and Hopeful Future of Race in America. Comes out in just a few weeks, correct? Yeah, uh, the 17th of this month it will be coming out. Well, and if folks are interested, they can get it, uh, obviously, on Amazon. Your website is bencarson.com, and I follow you on Twitter. I encourage my listeners to follow you on Twitter. You're at RealBenCarson, right? And I would also encourage people to go to AmericanCornerstone.org and uh, see the multitudinous things that are available to inform people and get people involved in our system. Dr. Carson, I appreciate you coming. I do have to ask, you know, you you dedicated your life in in large part to serving us. Are, are you going to run for office in the future? Can we do we see politics in your future at all? Well, let me put it this way. I will always do what the Lord wants me to do, but I hope that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. I like that answer. Dr. Carson, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Take care. Thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, Danielle Underwood from Kansans for Life will join us to discuss the implications of this week's leaked SCOTUS decision to repeal Roe v. Wade. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. President's Award is presented to four dealerships for achieving the highest level of customer sales and service satisfaction. For the best sales and service experience, shop Wichita's only President's Award winning dealership for two years running. Rusty Eck Ford. Visit RustyEckFord.com. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. At Midwest Kia, there's no stopping us. We have sold over 200 new Kias in the last two months, all to our local community. And all with our better way to buy, where you won't pay a penny over MSRP. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. When a tornado hit southeast Sedgwick County in the city of Andover, KNSS was already on the air providing life-saving information. Emergency crews are having trouble with the, I think, getting to where they need to be. There's still a lot of traffic here on a Friday evening. Just about every intersection streetlights are out or not working or flashing red. Spotters still reporting tornadoes on the ground on the east side of Andover. They say it's increasing in size and now wedge-shaped. We are hearing from Butler County Emergency Management that spotters are reporting that the tornado is still on the ground. All too many vivid memories of what happened just over 31 years ago when the city of Andover took a direct hit then, and now we have more damage being reported. Heavy hail right now in East Wichita, kind of battering me and my car. Anybody on the Kellogg corridor right now, lots of lightning, lots of wind, very heavy rain. 
When seconds count. Just southwest of Andover. So Andover got to take cover. Trust Operation Stormwatch only on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. It looks like this new variant, what they call BA.2 or or I'll call it Omicron 2.0, really on the rise in about half the states in the U.S. And, you know, now one has to wonder, okay, well, what's next after this? Oh, if, it, if it's happening during the election, we know what that means. That means, oh, we'll, we'll have more mail-in balloting. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, this week's scandalous leak of the full draft of Justice Samuel Alito's uh, five-justice-strong majority opinion in the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Healthcare Organization case is an event without precedent in the court's history. If Alito's five-justice coalition holds the leaked majority opinion of a February-dated first draft whose authenticity has now been confirmed by Chief, Chief Justice Roberts would represent the culmination of a half-century of pro-life efforts to overturn 1973's Roe v. Wade atrocity. Joining us now to discuss the implications of the decision is Danielle Underwood from Kansans for Life. Danielle, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again, and a happy Mother's Day, or, or rather, birthing per people's day to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John. It's great to be back with you. Thank you so much for wishing me a happy Mother's Day. And I just want to say that to all of your listeners as well. (laughs) I mean, we have to 
this is an important day every year, and yes. we want to make sure we show how much we value every woman who welcomes Yes, life. yeah, and they are women, so. by the way. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 yes. Um, we, um, we love our moms. Let me, uh, let me start with the misinformation that, I mean, we, we just in the caller segment last hour, uh, we talked to Brad and he, he had some questions on value them both. And so I want to get to that too later in this, but let's talk about the misinformation that's already being put out by Democrats and their allies in the mainstream media about this possible SCOTUS ruling. Cause it is still possible. We don't know how the court may ultimately rule, but should, the ruling stand and Roe be overturned, abortion would not be banned in the U.S. It would instill, instead just revert to an issue left up to individual states and their elected representatives, correct? Yes, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, it, that, go back to the state. Right, okay. Because yeah. and, and, that's the first thing the Democrats started doing is coming up with all this cock and bull about uh, bans and how you know birth control is going to be at risk and gay marriage is going to be at risk and all this stuff and it's all malarkey. You said it absolutely, and you know this doesn't really surprise us though because this is exactly the same techniques they've been using here in Kansas ever since we started talking about the values of both amendment. They have been saying from the beginning that the amendment was a ban and it was you know going to impose all these new restrictions and and they've completely misconstrued what the amendment is so we shouldn't be surprised and we're not surprised but it is kind of sad how they just want to hype up all this emotion and scare tactics they want to um, get people really revved up on their sides to come out hard against it and um, you know we have to make sure that people understand what the u.s supreme court how that affects us but that we no matter what the u.s supreme court decides on abortion as of now, Kansas will remain a destination for painful late-term abortions and clinics with no health and safety standards. And that's going to place us as one of the most extreme states as of in the nation. The only way Kansans can stop this is that we must vote yes on the value of both amendment August 2nd. Yeah, I mean, that's it's so sad when you think about it because we are we are a a pro-life state even democrats will admit this i've served with many pro-choice democrats who begrudgingly would admit that kansas is a pro-life state and and yet we are have become uh, an abortion destination i mean we talked with mckenzie from the value them both uh, coalition last week and we talked about those new numbers that came out from the kansas department of health and environment that just showed, I mean, Kansas last year had a historic increase in the annual abortion rate. It was the largest in over 25 years. And and that's just because people are coming here to have their abortions. People from Texas and Oklahoma and Missouri. I mean, it's we're a tourist destination for abortions now. It's, it's really sad. You know, this, this was a purposeful tactic on the part of the abortion industry to create what they called haven states for abortion. So what they have done in California and New York, that was the intention for Kansas. They, you know, we've got this I-35, I-70 corridor that comes through Kansas. And unfortunately, we were the perfect candidate for them to try to push this through very um, liberal-leaning courts to try to force this on Kansans through our, you know, this extreme court ruling that set this all in motion. And it's been a very... um, there's a lot to wrap your head around as a Kansan to try to figure out. So many people 
still, even now, I know your listeners are very well informed because, you know, you're, you're, if they're listening to you regularly, they're getting really good sound information. But we know so many Kansans who still haven't heard. They still don't know that that ruling created a situation in Kansas where we will have unlimited abortion up until the moment of birth and paid for with our tax dollars. And that we only have one remedy to fix this situation, regardless of what happens at the U.S. Supreme Court. If, if we don't pass this amendment, that's what will come to Kansas in a permanent fashion. And so those increases that we've seen, so, you know, the 13 percent increase in the overall number of abortions since that ruling, that's unfortunately going to skyrocket unless we act right now. And so that's what I'm going I'm, to I'm coming to you, you know, as one of the the leading organizations in that value than both coalition. This is a moment for all Kansans, all pro-life Kansans to work together to unite our strength and make sure we hit the ground to let people know about the true situation in Kansas and that we've got to vote yes on August 2nd. Well, and looking at that, you know, at the Roe decision, and again, it's we don't know for sure, um, but because Congress has never enshrined the right to terminate a pregnancy into law, the overturning of Roe would mean individual states could immediately make their own decisions going forward. Twenty-six of them would be expected to move quickly to do so. Some some of them have trigger laws, but as you said, Kansas does not. So we would immediately become an abortion on demand state. I mean, you you indicated the thirteen percent increase already that we've seen a 17% increase in live dismemberment abortions. None of that's going to change here. We would immediately, because of the the Kansas Supreme Court ruling, we would immediately become an abortion destination. Oklahoma has a trigger law. So Oklahoma, it would become illegal. Here, it would be a free-for-all. Yeah, and, you know, just within the last week or two, the abortion industry has been coming out saying, you know, we don't think that a woman should have to drive from Dodge City to Wichita to get an abortion. They are saying that they are expanding their clinic in Wichita. They're hiring more abortionists. They are wanting to open new facilities. We have word that they're trying to open a facility in Kansas City, Kansas. All of this is happening on purpose, but we have a way to stop it. We can step in right now pass the values in both amendments, protect our life-saving laws that we had passed, and make sure that the people of Kansas can continue to have a say in what happens in terms of abortion in our state, that we are able to pass regulations. So this is a really important moment. And, you know, what we don't want to see is the projections that the abortion industry itself has given, saying that, you know, if the Supreme Court allows more restrictions in states, and we are just the Wild West because we have no restrictions that we could potentially see between 88,000 and 100,000 abortions happening here. Ugh. That cannot happen. No, no, no. But the great news is that we, you know, before all these wheels were in motion in terms of the federal level, we had this amendment that our legislators had been able to get onto our ballots. So let me and ask so, you. Uh, one, let me ask you two yep. two questions. Do you know any timeline for the release of the final ruling from the Supreme Court? I mean, I've heard August. That's also the time for our uh, our our vote. I mean, it's in, it's on the August primary ballot, right? So it could come either could come first, right? Um, it's very likely that it will come 
you know, the, the original thought was that it would come out sometime in late June. Okay. But um, with this happening, there are so many question marks. A lot of people are wondering if we're going to hear something much sooner than that. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's a very real possibility. We're all on pins and needles to find out what's going to happen. This is obviously a really big moment for the country to be, you know, seeing is there going to be a major shift or, you know, what, where are we going? Where are we heading next? And what does that mean for all of our states? And what does that mean specifically for Kansas? And I have had people, much like Brad, who called again, you know, at the end of last, uh, end of our last hour, who asked about a potential ban in Kansas. I, again, as I told him, I've not heard any of my former colleagues calling for that. I don't think Kansas is really poised to go in that direction. That's not the focus of the legislature. The legislature, I think, is content with the value of them both. That seems to be the direction that they are heading. I don't, I've not heard anything along those lines for Kansas. Have you heard anything along those lines either? It seems like the value of them both amendment seems to be the direction the pro-life movement in Kansas wants to go. Absolutely. All of our energy, we are pouring into the value of the both amendment. Because, you know, until we fix this situation, until we restore our Constitution to the way it was before that 2019 court ruling, we will have nothing but unlimited abortion in Kansas. So we've got to protect our existing common sense restrictions on this industry. We've got to protect our parental notification for minor girls seeking abortion. We've got to protect that clinic inspection and sanitation standards. I mean, we're talking basic stuff. Right. Well, and eliminate eliminate the partial birth. I mean, it's just some of the stuff that they've legalized is atrocious. So um, if if folks are interested, it's valuethemboth.com, right? That's the best place for them to go. That is the best. That's the best place. I was just going to say. You know, we have people, the, the most important thing right now, as you know, John, the, I mean, our, our legacy media is so unfriendly. Oh, they yeah. will not let our message through. They don't want people to know that we're just trying to restore our Constitution and save the, the existing common sense laws we have on the books. They don't want to let that message through. And the grassroots effort is so essential in this. We need people to come out with us and knock doors and make phone calls. So please get involved in this campaign. So we have, you know, a Wichita area office, and you can call 316-687-5433 to get involved. We're there six days a week. We're doing trainings, and we're getting people connected. So please come and help out. If you've got a couple hours to volunteer, we would love to have you. The other thing I want people to know about is the event we have coming up on Monday, June 6th at Central Christian Church. That's on on Rock Road. And we've got Matt and Mercedes Schlapp coming in to talk about the value in the both amendment. Um, it is a free event, but you must have tickets to get in. And there are limited seating. So what you want to do is go to valuethemboth.com and look to the events tab to find information where you can click on a link to reserve those tickets and also find our information about our offices and how you can get get involved today. Well, and I will put a link to that on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page so that folks can go there, too, because I I know I will try and make that. I love Matt Schlapp. We've had him on the show before, and Mercedes. They are great. We'll put information to that on the the Facebook page as well. Danielle, you are awesome. I love having you on the show. Thank you again. And and again, it's valuethemboth.com and that event coming up in June uh, thank you again. Please carry on the fight. Anytime you guys want to come on, you let me know, okay? 
Well, thank you for being awesome and for being a warrior in this battle with us. We so appreciate you. (laughs) Appreciate you as always, Danielle. Thanks again. Okay. Have a good night. We're going to pay a few bills when we return. Ryan Floyd, owner of Fit Body Boot Camps, will tell us about the $50 million included in the recently passed state budget that has been earmarked for businesses that were forced to shut down during the pandemic. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Weather brought to you by Rustiac Ford. Looking for mostly clear skies for the overnight, 71 degrees, and a south breeze will stay up like it has all day long, up over 25 miles per hour. The summer-like pattern continues for Monday, 94 degrees with sunny skies and a stiff south breeze. More warmth into Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Laura Cantor. Russian forces focusing their attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure. Bombed overnight a school used as a refugee shelter in a Ukrainian town in the east. 30 civilians were rescued from that, but it is feared 60 are dead under the rubble. Fox's Greg Palcott in Kiev, Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukrainian soldiers still hold up in a steel mill in the port city of Mariupol, refusing to surrender. The White House COVID response team coordinator warning that Americans need to be prepared for a winter COVID surge. Fox's Grinnell Scott has more from New York. Dr. Ashish Jha said on ABC's This Week that vaccinations and boosters will be important because if Americans get complacent with the virus and variants... We're going to have a lot of waning immunity. This virus continues to evolve. America's listening to Fox News. When a tornado hit southeast Sedgwick County in the city of Andover, KNSS was already on the air providing life-saving information. Emergency crews are having trouble with the, I mean, getting to where they need to be. There's still a lot of traffic here on a Friday evening. Just about every intersection streetlights are out or not working or flashing red. Spotters still reporting tornadoes on the ground on the east side of Andover. They say it's increasing in size and now wedge-shaped. We are hearing from Butler County Emergency Management that spotters are reporting that the tornado is still on the ground. All too many vivid memories of what happened just over 31 years ago when the city of Andover took a direct hit then, and now we have more damage being reported. Heavy hail right now in East Wichita. Got a battering me in my car. Anybody on the Kellogg border right now. Lots of lightning, lots of wind. Very heavy rain. When seconds count. Just southwest of Andover. So Andover got to take cover. Trust Operation Stormwatch only on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. Again, if you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. 
Well, businesses that were ordered to close or those who had to restrict operations during the COVID-19 pandemic will now be eligible to receive up to $5,000 in funding from the state as part of a $50 million bill the legislature passed before adjourning recently. Joining us now to tell us about this is Ryan Floyd. He is owner of Fit Body Boot Camps, who was one of the businesses who actually sued the state during the pandemic for closing his business. Ryan, thank you for joining us this evening. Hey, John. Thanks for having us. Uh, well, yeah, me, really. Uh, that's why, brother. I get you. And by the way, first off, thank you for standing up against the government. Um, you know, there, uh, Frankly, there should have been more businesses that were willing to do that. I, I think had more businesses been willing to you know, say no, I think we wouldn't have had as many authoritarian, you know, health officials trying to do this if more businesses had just said no. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, I think that's a plays a, a big role. I, I know a few other Wichita businesses attempted something similar to us. I think they went more. I think they went directly to the federal level, right? Uh, and that got shut down very, very quickly. Uh, but yes, yeah, as far as I'm aware, uh, myself uh, and and our team of attorneys were the only ones that went to the state. Well, and I remember we had your your attorney Ryan Kriegshauser on uh, during you know at the time when he filed the lawsuit. And uh, as I recall, you went to the state, and then basically you guys agreed with Attorney General Schmidt to basically put the case on hold while the legislature tried to find some way to accommodate, um, you know, write a law or something in order to you basically put everything on hold. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about how your business was affected by the pandemic um, and these state-ordered closings? Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of funny. I can look back at it now and it's all a blur because of how <laughs> crazy and scrambling we we were. Right. Um, you know, fortunate enough, we saw living in Kansas. We saw from the outside looking in, they started shutting down businesses in New York, started shutting down California. We're like, oh, well, well we're going to be next. So what do we do? We pivoted. I um, you know, we had a whole bunch of part-time team members that we promoted to full-time. We gave everybody raises. We're like, we need all hands on deck. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to change lives because our clients needed us more during a quarantine than they ever did in our normal day-to-day lives, right? Like um, all the statistics of, of the depression numbers and everything like right. that of of, of people in quarantine, well, they need their fitness, they need their health, they need their, uh, their mindset in the most positive way possible. And that's what we provide, you know, at Fit Body Bootcamp, that's what we do. Uh, and so what we had to do was, all right, I'm either going to go all in and provide a better service or we're going to fold. Uh, and so for me, you know, it was a, it was a big, it was a big change. We, we sent everybody home and uh, then we had to, had to start training online uh, in a very, very creative, creative way. And even uh, as I remember to talking to Ryan about it, I mean, you guys tried to do everything. You, you offered the social distancing, you did the full cleaning stuff. I mean, you, you went above and beyond to try and accommodate all of the different, 
safety measures when they did try and allow you to reopen, and it's, at some point they still wouldn't let you reopen, right? I mean, this was asinine, the lengths that you guys went to try and reopen. Correct. Yeah, we uh, we put eight by eight squares. <laughs> this, is, this is really funny. We actually were having this, this conversation um, just the other day with some people. They're like, what did you guys, how did you guys do this? And yeah, we, we, we boxed off eight by eight squares and it was um all right you can come here you each get your uh, equipment you have to work out inside your your box <laughs> don't leave the box yeah um <laughs> i mean literally uh, we, i can style i'm walking in a restaurant to my table and then i sit down and take off my mask but at your place yeah. i have to stay in my eight by eight square i mean it's so asinine <laughs> yeah it it was it was kind of ridiculous and we uh we we lost a lot of clients because they didn't want to work out like that. Um, and, and that was, that was what we were, that was, that was literally what we were able to do. Um, and, and in fact, I actually put together a, a nine page reopen strategy in April, right? So we were shut down end of, end of March. I wrote the book for the reopen strategy, sent it to all of our, uh, Cedric County commissioners. And <clears throat> I think that is what kind of really got the ball rolling in our favor of saying, Hey, we can now, um, we can now reopen. You can reopen safely. I know um, <clears throat> your big box gyms had to go every other treadmill, things like that. Um, and that was all part of, you know, kind of what I submitted to, uh, to the, to the County commission. But yeah. So you filed the lawsuit in 2020 after the government shut the business down and the lawsuit basically questioned the Kansas Emergency Management Act statute that mentions compensation for businesses that were shut down. And it basically said, OK, well, you there's a statute that allows for compensation. We want compensation. And the government essentially said, uh, we're not going to give you anything. Um, eventually, the, even the even the attorney general admitted, um, well, yeah, technically, by law, we should have to give you some money. They've created now this uh, a provision in the state budget. It's a budget proviso. They created a pool. The legislature created this $50 million pool. However, it's overseen by the governor's office. And uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to criticize my former colleagues here because I had I been in the legislature, I never – would have assigned this to the oversight of the governor's office. I would have given this to the AG or even the Department of Commerce. But yeah, I, it's the same governor that right. vetoed the five hundred million Thank dollar you. bill that would have actually right. provided some help. And this after is it got passed with flying colors right. through the Senate and the House. And yeah. this is the same governor who spent COVID money building a fence around her mansion at Cedarcrest. This is the same <laughs> governor who is corrupt as the day is long. And, you know, I'm sorry, but how do we know she's not going to use that money to reward, uh, you know, her her allies, uh, her 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 donors? It just it there's no oversight. The problem there is there's no legislative oversight of the governor's office. It's a separate it's a separate governmental entity. If they would put it over the Department of Commerce, they could have had some oversight over it. But but my issue is my fear. You tell me if I'm wrong here. But how do you ha how does the legislature know how she's going to spend that money? No one does. Uh, and in fact, uh, when when this fifty million dollar bill was passed, uh, 
everybody started reaching out to me like, oh, this is awesome. How do I get my $5,000? And I go, honestly, I have no idea. And I don't know who qualifies for it. No one knows who qualifies for it. No one knows what the, um, what the businesses needed to have or if the businesses, what, what, what they needed to suffer through to qualify for it. And in fact, the businesses who probably needed it the most aren't even around to this day to, to benefit from the $5,000. Right. Um, and that's just the sad and unfortunate. Right. Thing, yeah. Do, do, uh, do you still have to be in business? If I, if I was forced to close, but I still have business debt, can I apply for this to help me recoup some of my losses? Can I, I mean, that's, I sure a good, so. that's a legitimate question. Do I, you know, if I've still got business losses, do I have to, you know, here's the question I think people have to ask. And I think people need to reach out to the governor's office and apply pressure to her and say, hey, what are the details? How do we apply for this funding? How is it going to be, you know, overseen? Who's overseeing this? Where does the money get distributed? All of these questions. And here's the other question. How come the media isn't following up on this? How come the TV networks, the the, the broadcast, how come the Wichita Eagle isn't, how come Dion Leffler over at the Eagle isn't over at, at the governor's office asking them about this money? It's $50 million in taxpayer money, and no one is asking these questions. Yeah, not a single person has, has even really heard of it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, have you, have you called the governor's office? Your business started this whole thing. Has Ryan, has your attorney reached out? Have they responded in any way? They have, I, I believe they have. Uh, Ryan would know that, uh, that deal. He, uh, he mentioned a few times and actually asked if I wanted to come up to Topeka one day to, uh, to speak on, on something. I, unfortunately, you know, I run a business, so I was unable to, to <laughs> make it how that, that works. Day on, uh, <laughs> right. On a, on a Thursday afternoon or some, something like that. Um, to do that. And, uh, but I, I believe they have, they've reached out and, and I think that, that reaching out to and emailing our, our politicians, emailing our governor and applying that pressure is going to be the best way to do it. Well, that's what I would recommend. And I think my listeners need to do that. When you find out, if you get any answers from the governor's office, will you please keep us informed? Because, and I want my listeners to do that. We need to reach out to the governor's office. There's $50 million that's available here and it's a proviso. So she's got basically carte blanche on how she distributes these funds. And I think somebody has to make sure that that goes legitimately to businesses that need it and not as kickbacks to her donors. So will you please keep us in the loop on how this, if you get it or if, if you find out how this is going to be distributed? We absolutely will. I appreciate it. Also, if folks are interested, your business is fitbodybootcamp.com, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing that we do. And we were able to, to provide, I don't know how many messages we got during, uh, during the pandemic, like you literally saved my life, um, by, uh, from, from clients saying like, I don't know what I would have done without you guys providing home workouts or you guys providing, uh, this, that, or the next, the support that, um, that we did, but that's our life. That's our, that's our mission statement is to change lives and inspire fitness every single day. So we're in college Hill. If you want some more information, you know, just for listening to the show, we'll give you three days for free. Uh, but, but more importantly, guys, like we're still a community driven, like we actually have a bigger fundraiser going on right now for the victims of uh, the tornado uh, that happened in Andover. And, and honestly, um, what we do is we put our coaches through a burpee a every dollar donated 
equals one burpee that one of our coaches does. And then all that money is actually going to, yeah, I know. Right. So a little payback to, to, to your trainers and all that money is actually going to, uh, to Andover to, to help the people who have been displaced in their homes uh, and, and the ones that, uh, that need our help the most that have, that have lost their livelihood. All right, Ryan, I, I'll give 20, I got 20 bucks for you. You owe me 20 burpees. All right, brother. Uh, 20 burpees, John. I will, I'll, I'll do them. Deal. Gladly. Deal. Gladly. <laughs> uh, brother, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate what you're doing. And again, I appreciate you for standing up to the government um, because they've been completely authoritarian through this whole thing. And I admire you for what you're doing. And again, it's fitbodybootcamp.com. Please keep me informed, okay, my friend? Absolutely, John. I appreciate you. Have a great evening. Thanks, brother. You too. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We're often asked, aren't all lawn and tree services the same? This is Larry Ryan with Ryan Lawn and Tree. The answer is no, we're not all the same. Quality starts with three P's, people, passion, and products. At Ryan, we take the time to hire the right people for every position, many with forestry, horticulture, and turf degrees. And 100% employee ownership means that you have an owner in every one of those clean red trucks. An employee owner who is passionate about your lawn and the products he puts on it. The same top-level, no-filler, professional-grade products he uses on his own lawn and trees. I think there are a lot of reasons that Ryan Lawn and Tree enjoys more five-star reviews than any other lawn and tree care company. But I also think that ultimately it comes down to the people, passion, and products in those clean red trucks. Check us out online. Schedule a free estimate. I think you'll see what I'm talking about as soon as you meet your Ryan Pro. Visit RyanLawn.com. Take the summer off from your car loan payments. Apply for an auto loan with Credit Union of America by July 31st and enjoy 90 days with no payments. Plus, if you refinance a non-CUA auto loan, we'll give you a $200 cash rebate. Apply at CUofamerica.com slash auto today for rates as low as 2.99 annual percentage rate. Membership required. Offer and rate based on credit vehicle and discounts when you select automatic payments May 1st through July 31st, 2022. You know, at home, there are some things you can do yourself, but other times to make it look just right, you might need some help. One of those areas for me is painting. Hi, I'm Ted Woodward. Sometimes you need a pro. The power of pro. Serta Pro Painters. Serta Pro has helped me with some projects at my house, and it's made all the difference in the world. I've told you about my front door that Serta Pro helped me with. It was dirty. It was cracked. It was horrible. And within a matter of a few hours, Serta Pro had it looking beautiful, cleaned up, brand new, and that red front door is my showcase right now. You know what? My next project for Serta Pro, I'm still thinking about the front of my house. Maybe some paint on my front porch. Maybe some paint on my garage doors. I'm looking forward to that next project, so I'm going to the power of pro. Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. For your home or business, Serta Pro Painters, the power of pro. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
Wichita's number one talk. I want to remind you that applications for the 2022 class of the Kansas GOP Men's Leadership Series are now being accepted and can be made online by June 1st through the MLS website, mls.ks.gop. If you're interested in getting involved in politics, running for office, getting involved in a campaign, again, it's the GOP Men's Leadership Series. Those applications can be made online at the MLS website, mls.ks.gop. It's a phenomenal series. If you're interested, I highly recommend it. You can also visit the Men's Leadership Series Facebook page for more information. Ray, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Yeah, I had a business. Uh, when I did, uh, I tried to get some pandemic help and everything. Sure, yeah. And they say, well, they said I couldn't get it because I owed a little back child support. Oh, because you, well, you were back due on child support? Yeah. They said I didn't qualify for that. Yeah. I said, well, things are good. If I was caught up on my back passport, I wouldn't even need the loan. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I I heard someone that also had applied uh, for a PPP, but they had passed due taxes and uh, in a similar situation where they, they their business, they'd applied for a PPP, but uh, they you know had passed due uh, taxes, and you know it's interesting because the two are you know you'd think the two are different, but uh, you know I, the whole thing, and yet and yet you have organizations like uh, we did a story what last month where we had the unions that were supposed to be ineligible for PPPs, and they got uh, you know per, they got PPP money even though all unions were supposed to be ineligible, and yet they got money so. Who knows? Uh, this whole thing has been kind of abused, uh, obviously, when you have organizations that are ineligible. I, I don't know what to tell you on that one, Ray. That That's a tough one. Um, I don't know, man. That's brutal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry they, that you couldn't get it. Catherine, you're on, on the John Whitmer Show. Yeah, good evening. I just wanted to make a comment that uh, we kind of did a disservice to our high school graduates. You know, you go to these graduation ceremonies and we tell them that they can make the world better and, you know, they can... Uh, pitch in and uh, fix things, but we forgot to tell them, you know, they need to check a lot of things out and that they need to still stick to uh, uh, good morals and principles that made this country great. So basically, you know, I've seen it where uh, even in my own family, there are kids who graduated recently and they said, oh yeah, we're going to go fix things and it's going to be the government taking over all the businesses and stuff. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I think one of the things that we have to do, it, 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 we have to reinstill, I think, especially in our youth, a sense of uh, self, uh, self-identity self and making sure that they understand, you know, the notion of, of picking yourself up by the bootstraps and making sure that they're self-reliant and not dependent on the government. I, I think that's most important. But, you know, so much today, that's not the case anymore. Catherine, thanks for calling. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 